This is Secret Place Berlin, where we explore the sometimes hidden and not so well-known histories about Berlin, Germany. I'm your host, Lacey Berry, and today I will tell you the story of Schweizer Baumschulen, 300 years of the tree school that uprooted thrice in seven generations. Episode 2. In Berlin's Treptower Köpenick district is an area called Baumschuleweg, or Tree School Way in English. On arriving back from an afternoon outing with friends, I wondered if there was a physical tree school that existed there. It turns out the name belonged to one of the largest and most noteworthy plant nurseries of the 18th and early 19th centuries, by 1900 spanning at about 225 hectares. Baumschuleweg, also name of the S-Bahn station there, is a long road cutting its way through a green space and eventually leading up to what is known as the Spätze Baumschulen, an 18th century mansion surrounded with greenery. From the mansion site, the road continues past and turns into Spätzstrasse, also named after the tree school and its original founder, Christoph Spät. However, the Baumschule didn't always exist in its current location and was not always called the Baumschulen. Our story begins in central Kreuzberg district of Hallisches Thor, or as we know it today, Hallisches Tor, in 1720, where Spät, a professional gardener of fruits and vegetables, established Nursery Spät. The land to begin the budding plant nursery was bought for 300 Talier, a type of coin currency used in the 1400s Europe to the mid-1800s, before the mark notes were introduced and located on Am Johannisches Street. After Christoph Spade's death in 1746 and in 1760, the middle of the Seven Years' War, 1756 to 1763, nearly a generation after the nursery was established, Karl Frederick Spade, son of Christoph Spade, made the decision to move his father's beloved plant nursery, building and all, to the Kopernicker Strasse, then known as Kopernicus with a C due to rising land prices in central Berlin. That edge of Kreuzberg was a completely underdeveloped part of Berlin at the time, and the move was made simple due to Spät Jr.'s wife, Anna Spät, inheriting a five-acre parcel of property there. The tasks of the nursery included increased focus on flower breeding alongside Spät Sr.'s renowned vegetable cultivation. Kopernickerstrasse.de states, Apart from a few small vegetable and garden farms, there was only the Istitious Mecherei with the mill, a handsome block of buildings with magnificent parks, which are mentioned in detail in all old Berlin descriptions, especially by Nikolai. The new site on the Kopernicker Strasse probably had the size of about eight Prussian mornings, which was respectable for gardeners at the time. In 1782, at age 61, Karl Spät passed leaving the business to his minor son, Frederick, and wife, Anna Spät, who owned and operated the nursery for a decade until son, Frederick Spät, was old enough to take over in 1792. As a boy, Frederick displayed a great affection for the arts and sciences, often in need of visiting theatrical performances and good operas after a strenuous day of work. With horticultural operations run by his mother solely, Frederick Spät had the freedom to explore his interests, 
eventually obtaining a diligent occupation as a scientifically trained plant breeder. Following his marriage at age 24, his mother handed young Frederick operational authority of the nursery. Under Frederick Spade's leadership, the fruit and vegetable nursery transformed to a garden of scientific and artistic interests, to a model institution and a place of study, the budding dreams of what might be later tree school. This may well have contributed to the economic conditions of his time. Kopernikerstrasse.de states, For a while, his, Frederick's father, had witnessed the heyday of Prussia for four decades and the tremendous upsurge of Berlin and its horticulture under Frederick the Great. The widow and her son lived under 11 years under the reign of King Frederick Wilhelm II, 1786 to 1797, under the Berlin no made significant progress. Bigger companies did not exist at the time. The wealthy business owners also did not have the ambition to significantly increase their operations, but rather put the money on the high ridge. End quote. When Frederick Spade died in 1831, a century after the nursery's establishment, eldest son Ludwig Spade took over at age 38 with a focus on breeding flowers and potted botanicals. With a stark economic situation in Berlin due to the occupation by French troops, Ludwig was forced to work 14-hour days, but the winds were changing and Ludwig knew this. In his own words, quote, The wounds which the wars waged against Napoleon I had gradually scarred and a new life aroused everywhere, especially in Berlin, end quote. In 1820, the founding of the Gewerbe Fleisches Verein was begun, 1822, to open the first Berlin trade exhibition. Three years later, gas lighting was introduced in Berlin, and in 1838, even the first steam railway was built. Expansion was in hindsight for the nursery, which now extended from Menteufelstrasse to Wrangelstrasse, and in 1847, the residential building of the Spät family was built on Kopernikerstrasse 154. With potted plants and various flowers being the predominant horticulture grown there, Ludwig Spät found a nationwide increase on sales, and in 1856, the first price lists were printed and also shipped abroad, creating a foundation for the first catalog to be developed in 1862. How Nursery Spade Became Spätze Baumschulen According to Wikipedia, one year later, Franz Spade bought the nursery from his father, and in the following years he acquired large areas of the Kolonisches Heide, which had been cleared in the area of the later Berlin Baumschulenweg. In 1865, he left the company as L. Spate Register in the memory of his father. In the commercial register, and from 1869 to 1875, Franz Spate was the district head. Moving the nursery from Kreuzberg to Treptower Kopenick, Franz Spate expanded the nursery. Until the end of the 19th century, the largest nursery in the world was developed on site with a fully planted area of 120 hectares. A representative mansion was built in 1874 and an arboretum 
a collection of different types of often more exotic woody plants like trees and shrubs are planted. In the English garden style created by the Berlin city garden director Johann Heinrich Gustav Meyer, from which the later Spät Arboretum emerged. In 1890, the former site in Kreuzberg Kopernikerstrasse was sold for urban housing construction purposes in a time when Berlin was expanding and the new nursery location, the site we know of today, obtained the Baumschulenweg railway station from Gorlitzer Bahn, one of the oldest lines in Germany. Rumor has it the original 1720s house was uprooted once more and relocated to the new planned site near Britz. Because of the urban situation in Berlin, the expansion possibilities were limited. Franz Spät acquired in 1895 a site in Falkenrede near Potsdam to found a branch of the nursery there. Here he had the opportunity, the terrain through the purchase of a total of five courtyards gradually enlarged. The construction of the Telltale Canal and the Britzer Branch Channel also led from 1900 to a sinking of the groundwater level, which some areas of the nursery of Baumschulenweg could not be used economically and had to be abandoned, which is why the branch in Falkenrede was further expanded. The nursery had such a great reputation in Germany and throughout the world that numerous celebrities were customers there. Thus, Franz Spät was the personal garden counselor of Chancellor Bismarck and General von Mukte. He knew how to skillfully use his relationships for his business convincing Bismarck and Count Mukte to plan a linden tree in front of the Spät house. And to the 200th year anniversary of the nursery, former Emperor Wilhelm II gave the nursery a mountain ash tree from his farm in Dorn planted by his second son, Prince Eitel Frederick of Prussia. General von Gluck planted a spruce and the Grand Duke of Oldenburg a laurel cherry tree. In 1911 came Helmut Spät, the son of Franz Spät, first as an officer in the company before taking over the sole management in 1912. Helmut Spät studied botany and philosophy in Berlin and Cambridge and did his doctorate at the Agricultural College. In 1933, Helmut Spät joined the NSDAP, or the Nazi Party. The nursery benefited from these contacts and received orders for the greening of highways, the construction of the Olympic Stadium in Berlin, and the airport in Tempelhof. Spät's first wife, and thus also the daughter of this marriage, were Jewish, and Helmut employed late Jews in his nursery, playing both sides of the current political situation. This is where our story takes an unfortunate turn. In 1943, Helmut Spät was arrested and expropriated because of dealing with Jews and hidden agitation and subversive activities against Germany, and sentenced to one year in prison. He was deported to the Saxuschenhausen concentration camp and murdered on the 15th of February, 1945. After the Second World War, most of the space at the Baumschulen was devastated and the buildings damaged. Many gardeners had died in the war, 
the enterprise was transferred on the 8th of December 1947 by the German Fiduciary and Trust and the 1949 as a national property. The Berlin nursery was affiliated to the VEG Satsush Dresden. The nursery in Ketzin was continued as the VEG Nursery Ernst Thalmann. Specializing in fruit tree cultivation, by the GDR time when botany breeding became successful and the nursery reformulated itself as a school, breeds of trees and plants won recognition, prizes and medals at exhibitions in Berlin and abroad. Since the 1950s, the mansion is owned by Humboldt University and serves as an institute building. Helmut Spate's daughter, the journalist and television presenter Dagmar Spate, founded a new nursery on Finkenstein LA after the war. However, this was closed again after Dagmar Spate sadly died in 1959 in a car accident. After the reunification, the company came under trust management again and was transferred back in the spring of 1997 to the heirs of the Spate family. First, a community of heirs continued the nursery, was one among others Manfred Spate, son of Helmut Spate. A few years later, she was transferred to a consortium with the partners George Graf Zukastel and Felix Gadicki, Christian von Stetschau, and Christoph Reschberg. In 2018, the nursery moved most of its acreage to Brandenburg due to BSR, Berlin Garbage Disposal Service, fee claims which were not accepted by the company. However, the mansion of the Spades of Baumschulen from 1874 and the tree garden still stands on the original site where of Chancellor Bismarck and General von Mokte planted their trees and free by donation to Rome by plant and history lovers alike. Spades of Baumschulen also hosts an array of weekly and annual events such as markets, apple picking, cherry blossom blooms, and so on. You can also wander in and out of greenhouses where plants, botanicals, garden supplies, and artisanal items are for sale. Enjoy cake and coffee from their cafe or visit their grocer where they sell produce grown on site. See their website in the show notes for more info. 2020 marks Spates a Baumschulen tricentennial year in Berlin. That concludes our segment about Berlin's 300-year-old plant nursery and tree school. For more information about Secret Place Berlin and other story releases, please go to my website, www.laceyberry.com slash secretplaceberlin, or follow us on Instagram at secretplaceberlin and Facebook at secretplaceberlin, where I release a custom illustration made by me in relation to the secret place we shared on this program. Music for this episode is made by Hyperia. You can find a link to our music and links to our show's resources in the show notes. Thank you for listening and have a discreetly secret evening. Goodbye and now fit is in.